So we're starting tonight, Perik Chavav. Hopefully we'll do Chavav and Chavzayin. And next week we'll learn what some of the other Tamidi Balshem have to say about the same concept. Biram. However, it's on page 64. This we need to make known. This has got to be fundamental even to the Benini who is not on this highest of levels yet. Grab a chair out there. <clears throat> we need to make known a fundamental rule. And that is just like in every victory, in order to win a physical fight, like two people, who are wrestling with one another. Who are wrestling with one another in order to throw one another down, to beat one another. So, if one of them is going to be in a situation where he is lethargic against the other one, is Yenutzach Bikal, he will be easily beaten and he will fall to the other guy even if he is a mightier person than his friend because he's not putting forth all of his effort. So you could be, you got two guys fighting one guy is clearly stronger than the other and nonetheless the Weaker of the two will win if the first guy, if the mightier of the two, lets down his guard. So the only way to win in a struggle is if you're putting up your best fight. But if you let down your guard and you're not, you're not putting up your most, um, your greatest effort, you're a lost man. Says the Baltanya. Kocha mamish. So too is it literally binitzachen ha'yetzer when it comes to victory with our evil inclination. It is impossible to beat him with laziness or lethargy. That are the product of depression. Or just having a stuffed heart like a stone, a person who is listless, who is apathetic. Ki im, the only way to have victory over the Sahara is bizrizus, is with a... There's a great English translation for zrizus. Alacrity. In Yiddish that means with a starkite, with a simcha, with a passion, with a joy. Hanimsheches me simcha. That kishmak draws its source from simcha, upsichas halev, the opposite of timtumalev, is an open heart. Vitaharosoi, and cleansing our emotions, mikol nidnud daiga ve'etzabaylam. That is, we must cleanse our minds and hearts from every form 
of daiga is worry. worry, and of is depression in the world. And now he's going to say, well, how do you do that? How does a person cleanse their house from any form of worry or sadness in the world? First, let's get rid of a different issue, and that is, what do you do with the fact that Shleim HaMelech says that depression is great, that sadness has its advantages? So he says, no, no, no. Pirish, I would think that the explanation is Shia is a Yisra and Umaylam is a... Isn't Shleim HaMelech suggesting that there's an advantage, that there's a benefit to this sadness? Says no, he ne adrab exactly quite the contrary. from this language, mashmed is proved that sadness from itself has no advantage whatsoever. Only that from it can come a benefit. The Hainu, what's the benefit that may come of it? There is a true joy, which is the re- the result of that follows after moments of sadness. From prepared times, al that a person sets aside specific times to contemplate their shortcomings. Their flaws, their avaris, bimar nafshe with a bitter heart, v'leiv nishpar and a broken heart. Shall yidei zeb because if a person sets aside specific times to contemplate their shortcomings, and through that nishbar ruach hatuma v'sitra achra, by doing so they break open the spirit of contamination, the dark side, umechitza shel barzal, and the the iron curtain that they've placed Hamav Sekis that creates a barrier so by breaking their heart they crack open a hole in the wall in the barrier that they've created between themselves and HaKadosh Baruch like it's written in the Zoyar HaKadosh HaPostik Ruach Nishbara Lev Nishbem Nidka the Kim Lesivzeh about this Postik that says a broken heart Hashem will not disgrace says the Zoyar listen carefully that the point is not the time of sadness rather the goal is that the beginning of the Pasuk shall be fulfilled. What's the beginning of the Pasuk? The Pasuk there says, Hashem, allow me to hear the joy and the jubilation. Give me back the joy and the celebration of your salvation. And the kindness of hearts. So the meaning... What he's saying here is, is that the proof is that there is no tachlis whatsoever unto itself from the brokenness, except for the opportunities that it's going to open up for you. So the people who are walking around morose and, and uh, totally um, anally, uh, um, uh, what's the word, constricted and, and, and in this, this bad mood, who think that that somehow has to do with serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they are horribly misguided. That, that is not Yiddishkeit. That has nothing to do with Yiddishkeit. There are at set designated times a person should contemplate their shortcomings because it will lead them to joy. This is the reason why we say This is why the Arizal has this capital in Tillim. 
stated after Tikkun Chatzos, before a person starts learning, because because the goal is that a person explode in joy in their serving HaKadosh Baruch and in their study, which follows after the sadness. Because the advantage of the joy that comes as the result of a person who contemplated the Averis is like light that comes out of darkness. The Zohar says on the Pasuk, I saw that there is an advantage to wisdom over foolishness, like the advantage that light has over darkness. I said enough about this for anybody who has any brains. In fact, he says, I really need to say nothing about this, because it's already an explicit Pasuk in the Torah. The Pasuk says, it says in the Teichecha that all of the horrible curses come upon Klai Yisrael because they didn't serve Hashem with joy and with gladness of heart. And everybody knows how the Arizal interprets this Pasuk. What does that mean? The simple reading of the Pasuk is because you didn't serve Hashem. Comes the Arizal says, no, there's something worse than not serving Hashem. And that's serving Hashem and not doing it with joy. You may have served Hashem, but you didn't serve Him with with joy. That's how the Arizal interprets the Pasuk. He says, I don't have to say anything more. After it's an explicit Pasuk that says you got to serve Hashem with a tremendous sense of privilege. Now we got to go back and discuss, okay, what do we do with our worries? What do we do with all the stuff that causes us to be depressed? Is this apart from the... The eating that he's covered, or this is outside of the eating, right? Now, the Avlamid Gimel, the big word, the best advice, litaher liboy, to cleanse one's heart, mikol eitziv, from any worry, from any sadness, vinignudaiga, or semblance of worry, mimilid alma. If we're talking about, let's first divide this into two categories. Okay, the first category is people who worry about matters of this world. Like what? The Afilo, the three big ones. Bane, if we're worried about children. Chaya, we're worried about our health. Omezayna, we're worried about our parnasa. And then some of us have the benefit of worrying about all three. Right? So those, everybody judges that those three things are valid worries. Everybody knows Maimer Chazal, post the Maimer that our sages tell us in Mesech des Brachas. In the Mishnah, Keshem Shemavarach Allah Toiva, Kach Mavarach Allah Ra, just like a person is obligated to bless Hashem for the good things that happen, so too should he bless for the bad things. Pir Shubi Gemara, the Gemara asks, what does it mean just like? Says the Gemara, the Kibbul, the Besimcha, to receive what's going on with joy. What does that mean? That is, that we need to be able to rejoice with just as we would rejoice with an open, explicit goodness that we experience. We need to understand that what we're experiencing now in what we assume to be something harsh, something negative, 
it it too is for the good. Okay, listen carefully. The only difference between what we're experiencing in what we have. Hello. As he was saying, so when a person experiences something negative, he's got to understand that it's going to lead to the good. But it's not yet revealed how this is good. Why? What's what? What's behind this? Why can't everything just be openly for the good? Explains the Valtanya. Here's the aside. Because there are certain experiences in life that come from a place called the concealed world. Which is above, higher than the revealed world. What's going on? She explains it Kabbalistically first. We know that all of existence comes into being through Hashem's name of Yud and then Hey and then Vav and then Hey. Right? Alma de Iskasia, the concealed world, comes from the beginning of Shem Hashem, which is the beginning of the process, which is deeper than the revealed world. The Alma de Iskasia, Yudke. Now we understand this is based upon the fact, he says, there are certain things that can't come out in a revealed way due to the intensity of their goodness. But, if a person is in tune with their source, then they realize that what they're going through comes from a deeper place, only that it, this world cannot tolerate revealing it yet in its exposed form. V'zei ashrei hagever. Look how he interprets this pasuk in Tilim. Fortunate is the person, asha tiasrenu, who Hashem afflicts, but the critical thing is the next word, ka, because he understands that what he's going through comes from the name of Yud and then He. Meaning, when is a person fortunate? When he lives with the sobriety that even though what we're experiencing in its open manifestation is painful, but the reason for that is because it's coming from the world of Yud K. For this reason, our sages tell us that a person who's able to be joyous in their pain, about them the Pesach says, that those who love Hashem, it's like the sun coming out in its full strength. What does that mean? Because a person who rejoices in Yisurim is a person whose definition of true value in life is their relationship with the Kaddish Baruch. So, there are, what he's, he's laying out here that there are two major perspectives in life. One is, I want to have a good time. The second is, the main feature in my life is my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch And if my relationship with HaKadosh Baruch comes at the expense of having a good time, 
or being comfortable, then I can deal with that, provided that I know that HaKadosh Baruch is doing that for my well-being, for my own good. So he interprets here, V'yoy havav, those who love Hashem, it's kitzeis Hashem ish it's like the sun coming out in its full strength. Why? Because where does this person derive their true strength from? Where does they where do they derive their love from? Their love is defined Hashem. Their love comes from their closeness to Hashem. More so than any aspect of this world, their joy derives from their relationship with Hashem. Like the Pasuk says, Your chesed Hashem is better for me than life. And therefore, here's where he launches into the, the explanation. So now, again, you have, you have a person whose relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu overrides their comfort in this world. This gives you, you read some of those Holocaust stories. I was just thinking that. You get a, a, a glimpse into who he's talking about. So you have people who went through the worst hell in, war, in the world. And nonetheless, they understood, they hung on, how? Because their relationship with the Kaddish Baruch overrode that. But here he says as follows, V'kirvas Hashem, the reason they were able to be joyous under those circumstances, is because they were f- focused on what, what's going on now in the relationship. So the, on the surface, they're in hell. But what's going on in the relationship? If what's going on in the relationship is more real under the present circumstances, then that's a cause for greater joy. Because how am I defining life? If I'm defining life by my relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and not by how much fun am I having, then the more that's going on in the relationship, the greater joy the person has. Ah, you're going to say, but that's a relationship? He's patching you around. He's beating you to a pulp. What kind of relationship is that? So he says, no, that's why you have the fundamental understanding that he explains. Um, because the joy stems from the love. Kirvas Hashem is closest to Hashem. More so than anything in this world. The, the closeness to Hashem is far greater and far deeper <laughs> when the person exists and is living in this world of concealment. So if we're living in a world of lollipops, the relationship is worth lollipops. But if we're living in a world of depth, and the person is actually living where the relationship is being defined in this world of concealment, that the person believes that what's going on is because of the love of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There, the relationship is intense. And there, he's living in a place of much deeper relationship. For this reason, this person who lives in that deeper definition will merit that when the sun comes out in its full strength, meaning loss and love in the world to come, Hashem pulls the sun out of its sheath. That sun that cannot illuminate in this world because the world cannot tolerate the light. And that's why the person thinks that what he's going through is misery. 
in the world to come, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is destined to reveal what's going on from its concealment. At that time, the world of concealment will be revealed. At that time, when the world will be able to tolerate the awesome revelations that will take place. And Hashem will shine forth in its full brightness, in its full brilliance. Specifically to those who trusted in Hashem, even in the times of darkness. And they basked in the shade, the shade of His wisdom. It doesn't say those who basked in the light. But those who concealed themselves and, and sheltered themselves in Hashem's shade. Not the, not the people who were having a good time, but the people who were suffering. And despite their suffering, they stood by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Those are the people who have the true benefit in the world to come. V'day Maven, and I've said enough for those who understand. So, what do we do with suffering? What do we do with pain? Whether the pain is with children, with health, with sustenance? We develop a belief system which says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us. And what we're going through is chesed, but that it's chesed that cannot be experienced as chesed because of its intensity. And as a result of that, we trust in His love and that, that it will be revealed in a time of open love, loss, and love. What do you do, however, if we imagine that our worries and our pain is coming from spiritual matters? By the two dots now. Ah, what do we do if our misery and our pain is coming from spiritual matters? Then, now we got to come up with solutions. Meaning, if their pain is coming from physical things, that's very simple. He says. That doesn't really take any effort. That, you just got to create a belief system. But if our pain is coming from spiritual matters, now we got to get rid of it. Now we need Aitzis. Now we need advice, Lipatim Amenet, to get rid of it. So he starts as follows. He says, let's get one thing off the table right away. And that is, a person who's feeling spiritual misery during a time of service of HaKadosh Baruch Whether it's davening, it's Torah study, it's doing mitzvahs, all of a sudden we feel this pit in our stomach, we feel unworthy, we feel dirty, we feel lowly, any of those feelings, if they're coming when we're supposed to be serving our Kaddish Baruch Hu, it's ridiculous. Why? We ought to be serving Hashem with joy and with gladness of heart. So therefore, that clearly is not a godly feeling. Gone. Get out of here. Beat it. He says, I want to tell you that even a guy who is a business person, and he's working out in the world, turn the page. If it occurs to him, a thought of sadness, or worry, of spiritual matters, while he's out working, you should know for certain, 
Shutagbulas hayetzer, it is a trick of the evil inclination. It is the most brilliant advice given to the Yetzirah to ensnare a person into lowly appetites because if the person is fallen by himself and the person thinks of themselves as nothing, then the Yetzirah will say, I got you. You're mine. You're such a low life anyway. You might as well indulge in ABC. He says, I'll prove it to you. Shem loikein, because if that's not where it's coming from, mi'ayin bolayatzvus amitis, machmas ahavas Hashem ayurosim emtzasokim. He said, can you please tell me, where else could this thought have come from, of love of Hashem, or fear of Hashem, in the middle of your work? There's only one guy who's working while you're at work, and it's not your yetzotoyv. It must be, therefore, that it is your evil inclination who's coming to you at work, because you get to tell of his on vacation. Therefore, I'm telling you, whether the feelings of sadness are coming while you're serving Hashem in the study of Torah, or they're not occurring to you while you're serving Hashem. Here is the rule. Here is the answer. Any time negative thoughts pop up in your head about your spiritual status, Zois Yosim here is the language you will use. Ki Azman This is not the time, my dear self, to deal with this issue. This is not the time to do a true accounting of my spiritual status. Even if we're dealing with terrible sins, now is not the time. For this, we got to make an appointment. You think you're my Yetzir Tov talking? Great. I'll make an appointment with you. We'll sit down later on and we'll talk about how low I am. Now is not the time. Now is not the time if it's in the middle of serving Hashem. Now is not the time if it's in the middle of work. You want to talk to me about how low I am? I'll make an appointment. I'll meet you in my office at 10 o'clock. We'll meet for 10, 15 minutes. With a settled mind. First, you got to contemplate the greatness of Hashem against whom we've sinned. You want to do it right. The only way to do it is to really contemplate the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu against whom, whom we've sinned. So that we can have a true broken heart. With a true bitterness. As we explained earlier, we explain this elsewhere because after that will follow a great joy. There will also be explained. Immediately after the person's heart is broken with these set times, the person's obligated to remove the sadness from their heart. Ligamri, totally. As we learned last week in Igar Zachuva, that the person must believe with a total, complete faith. That Hashem has totally wiped away their sins. And He is, is an abundant in His forgiveness. This is the true source of the joy that follows after the, the session, the appointment that we make to beat up on ourselves. The true joy is that Hashem is the Rav Lislech, that Hashem wiped away. We, we, we discussed this last week. That that's, the true joy is that we, we gave the opportunity that HaKadosh Baruch Hu 
is able to forgive those sins. So whether the um, sadness is coming from our worries about physical things, or it's coming from our worries about spiritual matters, it cannot get us down in physical matters. There's no time to set aside to contemplate why we should be upset about it. In spiritual matters, it can be done in a controlled environment, under hashgacha, to make sure that what follows will be an explosion of joy about the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu forgave us. And next week we'll talk about what do we do about the involuntary thoughts that we need to deal with in spiritual matters. Yeah. So when a person... When a person